Welcome to another edition of The Greater Work, the audio outreach of Christ Worker Ministries. Listen in as experienced employee and minister, Sean Gibson brings biblical insights to help you worship God both in and with your labor. Now, let's get to work. Welcome back to the Greater Work Podcast. Before we get to the message, I want to thank all of you that are listening to this podcast. Your prayers and financial support have been paramount in keeping this ministry moving forward to all the Christians that are working tirelessly daily. If you've not already done so, please visit Christworker.org. And if you would like to be a help to further the outreach, hit that donate button. That's the little yellow one there in the bottom corner. Your donation is tax deductible and it will be used to bless our listeners all around the world. As we continue this series, Pivoting to Joy, this message will be one of the most influential in the whole series. The reason I say that is because it's something that I contend with and many other Christians contend with on a daily basis, and that's our selfish ambition. And since I'm being honest here, it's one of the primary reasons why I have lost my joy many times. Let's jump into the Word and explore this in greater detail. Galatians 5, verse 16 through 17 says, So that if I walk in the Spirit, will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh craves what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are opposed to each other, so that they do not want what each other wants. When I was younger, when I heard phrases like gratifying the flesh, I usually associated it with fulfilling my sexual needs outside of marriage. And yes, while that is an aspect of uh, gratifying the flesh, There are many more ways that we can forego walking in the Spirit by walking out our fleshly desires. Galatians 5.19 says, The acts of the flesh are obvious. Verse 20, Selfish ambitions. Look, selfish ambitions have been one of the most potent reasons that I personally have lost my joy. Not the devil, it's my own personal desires. After working in the corporate world, I allowed my ambitions to increase. I wanted to make a boatload of money. I wanted to receive accolades for my hard work. I wanted to rise up through the ranks and get ahead of everyone else. And bottom line, I also wanted to be powerful and a force to reckon with. And I think if we're being honest, almost everyone has allowed this to occur in their professional life. However, Paul the Apostle wrote that selfish ambition is a work of the flesh and not of the Holy Spirit. The desire to get rich, to get ahead, to be recognized, and to become powerful come from our flesh and the need to satisfy our flesh. It's contrary to what Paul writes in Galatians 5.22, but the fruit of the Spirit is joy. Listen, I must confess that I've chosen to go after fulfilling my ambitions instead of walking in the Spirit and choosing joy more times than I can count. Instead of taking a day of rest, let's say during the week and rejoicing in God and who He is and all the wonderful things that He's done for me personally, I decided to get ahead work more hours, get more money, and maybe even be recognized for it in the process. Instead of choosing to please God, I chose to impress my manager in the workplace, thinking I would make more money, get promoted, and be seen as someone important. Why? Because selfishly, I wanted to, because of my selfish ambition. Just as Paul discussed selfish ambition being contrary to joy in the Spirit in Galatians, he also discussed it in Philippians. Philippians 2 verses 2 through 4. Make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being united in the Spirit and with purpose. Paul was asking those in the church of Philippi to be joyfully like-minded, 
by verse 3 through 4, doing nothing out of selfish ambition or empty pride, but instead with humility, consider others more important than yourself. Each of you should not just look at your own interests, but also the interests of others. When we are selfishly ambitious, my friend, we're not spirit-led and we're definitely not thinking about the interest of others. Instead, we are thinking about ourselves and what we want and not how we can be a blessing to others. Working in full-time sales myself, I can't tell you how many sleepless nights that I've laid in my bed upset and devoid of joy because my selfish ambitions were being threatened and not fulfilled. I'd lay there angry or worried because I was focusing on how if I didn't close the deal, then I wouldn't get my big bonus check. And if I didn't get my big bonus check, then I couldn't buy that thing that I wanted. Other times I'd lay there concerned that if I didn't hit my sales quota, I was not going to be promoted because what I wanted to happen was either being threatened or in some instances was just not going to happen. That is nothing more than a flesh tantrum and that is not being spirit-led and that is definitely not being Christ-like. Looking back at Paul's letters that he wrote to the church of Galatia, he said in Galatians 5 verse 24 and 25, those who belong to Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us walk in step with the Spirit. I mean, there it is in black and white. Our selfish ambitions are not just to be silenced. They're not just to be put away for later. They are to be crucified, killed, put to death. And that means that I stop entertaining ideas of self-promotion. Like John the Baptist said in John 3 verse 30, he must increase and I must decrease. Okay, so how do we practically put to death our selfish ambitions so that we can receive God's joy. I'm glad you asked. Romans 8 verse 13 says, For if we live according to the flesh, we will die. But if we by the Spirit put to death the deeds of the body, we will live. Number one, we must engage the Holy Spirit of God and allow Him to bring about the change that we need in our life. He truly is the only way that we can kill the selfish ambitions that we have in the workplace to get ahead of our co-workers. Only through Him can we put aside our needs to become wealthy and to look overly important. And only by the Holy Spirit can we kill our workplace flesh. For step two, we need to go to the book of Psalms. Psalm 37 verses 4 through 5. It says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your ways to the Lord, trust in Him, and He will do it. Now that word delight there doesn't just mean to make yourself excited. In the original Hebrew, it means to make yourself soft and pliable. So step number two, we need to delight ourselves in the Lord. That means that we need to make ourselves pliable and moldable in his hands. Just like a lump of clay doesn't fight back to take you know, control of the shape that it wants to be, we must allow ourselves to be changeable and to be able to be molded into the image of Christ without selfish ambition. For all of us, until we're willing to kill our selfish ambition, we will not experience the joy that God has for us. And until we get past that perceived joy that we believe will come as we fulfill our ambitions, we will not be able to receive God's joy. However, if we are willing to lay aside our goals, our plans, and our ambitions, then we can pray like the psalmist wrote in Psalm 51 verse 12, Restore to me the joy of your salvation, God, and sustain in me a willing spirit. Let's pray. Father, as I join that one listening, together we confess the sin of being selfishly ambitious. We've been seeking things that really were no focus of yours. They were a focus of ours. Father, I ask that you would help us to submit to your word, to submit to your Holy Spirit, 
and allow him to engage us in our life. We ask that you would empower us to lay those things aside that are not from you. All those desires that we have to get ahead, to become rich, to be well known. Father, help us to, like John the Baptist said, let Christ increase and let us decrease. Father, I ask that you would help that, uh, that situation in our mind that blocks us from doing this. Give us a willing spirit and in doing so, help us to experience the true joy that comes in Jesus Christ and the salvation that he brings into our even work life. I thank you for this right now. In the name of Jesus, the very joyful Son of God, amen. My friend, again, if this message was a blessing to you, please email us at christworker.sean at gmail.com and may the joy of the Lord be your strength. Thanks for listening to The Greater Work, a Christ Worker Ministries podcast. The Greater Work is supported by hardworking listeners just like you. To learn more about Christ Worker Ministries and how you can become part of our growing outreach, visit ChristWorker.org.